1: know by the sound what it means it's pod o'clock six rings back in the house feels like it's been a minute and maybe more i know we are in what some refer to as one of the slow seasons of sports the nethers of football if you shall we're just past mini camp we're a few weeks away from training camp but when news breaks or there's something worth talking about we fire up the six rings machine fitzy and Hart. On the call, just like the low-rent football-talking Batman and Robin that we are. No need to really figure out who's the Batman, who's the Robin here right now. Just Obviously. Uh, Okay, right. Well, we all just want to save Gotham, so let's just keep the pod moving. Your old pal Nick Fitzy Stevens at Fitzy GFY alongside Andy Jumbo Hart. He is at Jumbo Hart. On today's pod, our immediate reaction to the breaking news last night. The New England Patriots gave a big-money contract, or is it, To a wide receiver, spoiler alert, it wasn't DeAndre Hopkins. The call came from inside the house, or the stadium, if you will. Bit of a surprise. We break it down and what it means for the player, for the team, and the pursuit of other wide receivers. And then the back half, the back nine, you know it, you love it. Everything that fits into the wide world of Patriots, it's Pats Puri. Andy, your immediate reaction, (laughs) right off the jump. When you heard Devontae Parker was extended into a three-year, $33 million deal. Likely won't see all of it. A lot of incentives and performance bonuses tied in. $14 million guaranteed. Whatever, whatever. Uh, Devontae Parker, extended long-term Patriot.
0: Huh? I think he wanted to be on the team this year. I think when we get the, uh, the details, you're going to see this is a restructure slash pay cut. Uh, I'm guessing his cap number and salary will go down significantly. His cap number was like six, four salary, like five, seven or something like that. Um, I'm guessing those will go down significantly. And if you, you know, I'm, I'm always interested to the reactions to these things. I mean, Ian Rappaport does a great job of being a, a conduit. Basically somebody pours liquid in one end and it rolls out the other end and he gives it to you and he, he writes it in a way that everybody goes, wow. And then if you actually read the words, you're like, Wait a minute. You ever get those? Um. So I have I have a truck that is uh, about five and a half years old. It's got like one hundred and seventy thousand miles on it, and yet I get these. Whoa, and- that's a
1: lot of miles for a truck oh, yeah. you've only had for six years.
0: Which is weird that the Honda dealership always sends me these letters that says they're willing to give me thirty six thousand dollars for my vehicle right now. Asterisk asterisk up to based on like that's what this is. It was written in a way that you're like, whoa. Wait, you're going to give me 30-something thousand dollars
1: for my 180,000-mile I, car? I, I didn't pay. I know. I get calls on my Honda all the time. The, uh, by the way, if anyone's listening, Honda would make a terrific sponsorship. You have yes. two Honda owners right here on Six Rings and Football Thing. Honda family here. But the
0: reality is um, Ian Rappaport writes three-year new contract worth up to $33 million. Also includes $14 million in guarantees and per-game roster bonuses My guess is he got a little bit of salary guaranteed for this year. And the Mm -hmm. rest, as Mike Reese wrote, if he plays every game and reaches incentives, including all pro, if If, and and, you know, if I have a good day, I'm going to go home with Halle Berry tonight. Like,
1: that's how that works. I can. what is Mrs. Hart going to say about that?
0: I'm just saying
1: I feel like she's one of my hall passes. She's like, this is not the time for the six rings after dark and discussing the hall passes. My wife and I have the same one mutually shared Tom Brady. Continue. Terrible. <laughs> Predictable and yet <laughs> terrible in so many ways.
0: Um, I shocked a few ears open with that one. Continue, mister. So, uh, the, again, the numbers. I think this is giving them cap room. So some people immediately jump to, oh, cap room. Oh, better better cap situation. Oh, are you, are you creating this to sign anybody? And oh, who could be out there worth signing? D-Hop, Dalvin Cook, some of those exciting names we've talked about previously. Um, and if you remember, Parker was the lone person who kind of <laughs> pushed back on wanting Hopkins in town. Everybody else was like, Max says, "Yeah, he's a great player. Love to have him." Kendrick Bourne, hey, we'll—he's t- great. We'll take anybody that can help us win. And D. Hop—I mean, uh, Parker—when asked about D. Hop, was like, "Next question, next question." Didn't want to talk about it. You know why? Because I think he knew with his salary and cap number, he might be a potential swap out for D. Hop, which I never thought should have been a- the case. You were, you know- yeah, when
1: we had these discussions when the De- DeAndre Hopkins chatter and hubbub, if you will, began a few weeks back. Y- most people said, well, Devontae Parker would make a lot of sense. Similar skill set, potentially redundant in the you know 50-50 balls and possession receiver types. And uh, also, if they moved on from his deal at that time or prior to this new contract extension, they would have had basically like zero dead cap money and would have saved $6 million on the cap. Right. Uh, I can understand why he would have said, next question, don't want to answer it as well. So He was the likely candidate uh, that would be out. You said, well, why not just keep him like, do you really want to go into the season in a year where Bill Belichick's feeling the pressure? O'Brien's got to perform back to standard. Mac needs a good season. He's got to ball out for his future in Foxborough and beyond. Keep him. I mean, the guy's still good. And he's injury prone. So D-Hop is yeah. old.
0: Tyquan Thornton is young and injury prone and can't stay on the field and unproven. Like there, Monte Parker has
1: one full season, everyone. Everyone who's yeah. watching, everyone who's listening, I'm holding up a single finger. He has one season where he played in each and every football game.
0: And he hasn't been a uh, a high-end receiver in quite some time now. He's a complimentary option. So, yeah, I, I think if you bring in D-Hop, you want it to work out the way this could be a step toward it working out, keeping Parker for another year, bringing in somebody else, D-Hop, theoretically, right. to now have five receivers because it's a little bit like when we talk about Porzingis and Rob Williams and Al Horford. They all have questions. They're old. They're injury-prone. So if I have three of them for two spots – Hopefully, as I joked, you can spin the wheel on any given night and get two of them on the court. So you have two for those spots. Just like a receiver, if you have five, well, fingers crossed, at any given point, we'll have three to take the field. And then, you know, Thornton's dealing with a soft tissue injury or Parker has a pulled hammy, whatever. Like, I'd like to start from five when I don't really trust the five. If if four receivers on your Mm -hmm. roster were... They've played all 16 or 17 games for five straight years. They're reliable. They're always out there. I'd feel differently, but that's not the case with this potential group. But just to get back to the Parker contract, yeah, I don't believe he will ever get anywhere near $33 million. I don't believe he has $14 million in guarantees. It's guarantees and all those per game bonuses and incentives. So I think this, I won't say it was an ultimatum, but I think this was in his best interest of sticking with the Patriots for this
1: year. That's an interesting theory, a good working theory, and I bet that will probably come to pass. However, the financials work out with a little like, okay, so your salary goes down, but we're going to put a little cash in hand your direction. Like, here's a little play your hardest this year, and maybe uh, you can stick around next year, but also give us some leeway to be able to, it's no guarantee, and I know a lot of people from the blogosphere to the broadcaster sphere and beyond wanted to immediately point out that signing Devonte Parker to said extension does not prohibit the team from potentially pursuing DeAndre Hopkins or Dalvin Cook or signing any other players to the 90 man roster right now. But we should also point out, nor does it guarantee that all of a sudden, like, yeah, D hops in the fold. Pump the brakes. Let's all R E L A X. It doesn't come with any guarantees. What this means is they probably team friendly somebody who they still believe in, who Mac had a little chemistry with last year and can be at times, he's a very mercurial player. Again, Polarizing seems to be, we, we have our C words for the season. Uh, we are committed. Uh, we are hoping they will be competitive. The Patriots should be competent as well. One of the P words that now keeps reappearing on the pod is polarizing. Like Devontae Parker, a very polarizing football player. Uh, I bring these statisticals to the table. Uh, from Warren Sharp. <laughs> wide receiver separation <laughs> ranking using next-gen stats player tracking data. Mumbo jumbo analytics nerd talk blah 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 in 2020. He was 132nd out of 132 wide receivers in separation. So that's called last. Yeah. Okay. That's last, the Red right. Sox. That's referred to as last. Okay. We we already did our Red Sox podcast. I specifically <laughs> like went through a cardio workout so I could flush myself of all the toxins of our socks talk, uh, the red the red toxes, if you will. Uh 2021. He was 127th out of? I'm going to say, can I, I'm just going to throw this out there, 127. Correct, Andy Hart, you win a prize. Would you like to risk the money you've won thus far and play his ranking in 2022?
0: Yes, Yes, but can I also ask in Red Sox mentality,
1: if he was a tight end, would he be in first place in the Central? (laughs) I both love and hate what you just did so much. All right, Andy, here for a chance to win a new Honda, in 2022, Ooh. Devontae Parker was ranked 122nd out of how many wide receivers in terms of separation? Uh In
0: any language,
1: he doesn't. And Andy open. Hart just won a brand new car. No, he didn't. Yeah, that's right. The three seasons in a row since the famous 2019 season, which they ended, I believe, five and eleven. With a win at Gillette Stadium, Mike Kosicki famously catching the touchdown pass with less than 30 seconds left to drive the dagger into the heart of Pats Nation in Tom Brady's final regular season game, a game where Devontae Parker took the lunch out of Steph Gilmore's Defensive Player of the Year hands and ate it in front of him and 65,000 adoring fans time and again. He has been the last ranked wide receiver in terms of wide receiver separation. Yet, the pushback on that comes from somebody by the name of at Marcus underscore Mosher. Andy, at the same time, he has been ranked 99th percentile in drop rate, which means he doesn't drop a lot of passes. 98th percentile in dot. No, that's not the people who keep track of your emissions or how much you need to pay for a car. That's average depth of target. 98th percentile receiver grade versus single coverage. 91st percentile receiving grade versus zone coverage. So who is he? I mean, he can't get separation but he's good in single and he's good in single and zone coverage. And he doesn't drop the ball when it's thrown his way. So is he really just like a, he's a fine, competent, goodish NFL receiver when he's on the field? I would
0: say Bill Belichick believes the most important ability is availability. Uh, to take another C word is maybe the most important C, consistency, because this is a guy that's consistent. He does what he do. Don't ask him to do more. Don't ask him to change and be be greater than. Um, uh, no, it's what we talked about last year. Can he win some 50 50 balls? Absolutely, 80 20. If you ask him, kind of balls that's great. Yeah. Does he provide something to an offense? Sure, he's a, he's a complimentary option on an offense. If you want him to be your number one, well, you're porked, <laughs> and that's on you.
1: I would and argue. The funny that's thing not is, don't him. remember when he replied to uh, someone on Instagram, I think it was, I actually have it right here. Uh, he replied to an IG feed at Gillette nation. They went through all the different, uh, skilled players and gave them grades for the 2022 season. They gave him a B minus, uh, and Devante Parker. So he was the de facto number one wide receiver last year. And he said, uh, Devonte Parker replied and said, I am that guy with a hands raised emoji. So I don't know if that was like, I guess that's who I am. Or if that was more like, I think I am a number one wide receiver
0: well and yep. the reality is most of these guys do they have what's cool. that dysmorphia where they 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 look positional at the mirror, dysmorphia talent like dysmorphia mohammed sanu remember when he claimed he was not only the the squeeze but the juice or the juice and the squeeze and the whole damn thing and he sucked he just wasn't anything and his career was just about over um, if if parker is your number 1 you're not a very good passing attack you're not a very good offense if he's part of your role players your your group that you throw out there i think he's fine He's an NFL player. He's not. It's not like I'm saying, ah, good luck in the XFL or the USFL. No, I believe he should be on an NFL roster. I believe if you do a five deep for 32 teams, that's 160 receivers. Is he a top 160 receiver right now? Yes. Like, I think he is. But is mm-hmm. that faint praise, damning praise, whatever you want to call it? Um, is he worth 6 point whatever million? Maybe not. If that's what he's getting, yeah. So... Okay, I, I don't hate him, and I don't hate this deal. When it if by the way, if the deal is what Crapsheet sheet tried to promote it as, a true three year thirty three million dollar contract with fourteen million dollars guaranteed, I hate it. I despise it. You just got rid of Nelson Aguilar, a terribly paid wide receiver who's drawing rave reviews from Harbaugh in uh, Baltimore, but that's a different topic for a different day. Oh play. no,
1: guaranteed he has a guaranteed he and Laquan Treadwell, who anyone could have had, both have tremendous seasons this year. Just because I'll take the under. What's okay. a tremendous season for Aguilar? Um, he won't have a 1,000
0: yards. He won't have more than 45 catches. He he just won't. Um, but, like, do you need to have a really bad wide receiver contract on the, on the roster? Is that, like, a prerequisite to be a mediocre football team? No, I don't believe you do, and I don't believe the Patriots do. I think the devil will be in the details. You notice everybody kind of said the agent, Parker, whatever his agent is, they all sure. put him in the tweets, like, yeah, they, they, they're they kind of telling you. If you just listen, they're telling you they're doing a solid. We're just telling you what the agent told us, and he mm-hmm. wanted to make sure he got credit for a big number and doing his guy at blah, blah, blah. Like, this is a restructure-slash-pay cut, and until proven otherwise, that's what I'll believe.
1: Uh, Evan Lazar at uh, at Easy Lazar, of course, uh, working down there for your old employer of the Patriots, extending a 30-year-old wide receiver who's had some nagging injuries over the years, will not go over well with some, but Parker's 11.5 yards a target, second best among wide receivers with at least 45 targets. That was 92 receivers only insert editorial note here. Andy's boy Jalen Waddle was better when healthy. Parker is a solid wide receiver, but of course that's when or an if kind of issue. So yeah, it's going to be one of those. It's going to be one of those. Like I said, polarizing issues. Some will say, Hey, if he's healthy, he's going to be great. Gives Mac a big target. Eventually he likely will get injured because that's what statistics and history show. Uh, let's punch out of the segment here, Andy, with uh, a quick game. Would you rather? Okay. Would you rather have Devonte Parker now presuming everyone's healthy? Would you rather have Devonte Parker or Alan Lazard? Um,
0: I don't really care. Is that a bad answer? Oh. Okay. Like, would I mean, you rather have, you know who I'd rather have? Who? Aaron Lazard, Alan Lazard, not Aaron Lazard. Oh, who's Aaron Lazard? Is he good? Quarterback and his receiver if they uh, had a child together, which would be a story in and of itself. Um, I'd rather have Garrett Wilson okay, and sure. then Lazard. Yeah, I'd rather have reported, Patrick Mahomes too. No, You didn't listen, Jack Wagon. I'd rather have Garrett Wilson and then allow Lazard and the others to fall in place behind him. They have a number one receiver, so it doesn't matter. Whereas we're wondering... Is Parker the Patriots' number one receiver? Question mark. No, I don't want to. I don't want to have that conversation. But if you tell, they me don't Parker, have one. Parker behind D Hop. I like Parker with Bourne, mm-hmm. with th- that whole thing. Right now, that's not reality. If we're talking about the here and now, and I don't timestamp podcast because they're supposed to be evergreen. But as I talk about this, D Hop is not on the Patriots. D Hop not in the picture. D Hop seems to be. <laughs> standing around, D Hop, standing, uh, waiting for better offers to come in. No, you don't shake no, your effing head at me. No, I took a mecca. No, I
1: will. That was just. That was just. Holy mercy! I apologize for uh, on behalf of twenty four hundred sports Odyssey. His name me. was D Run. D Catch. Oh. Be much better. But How about D-hop if his name was D? Was value. Value <sighs> in that in football. Destroy like what you've done to this segment. Uh, That's what I do in the summer. There are plenty of other wide receivers. I'll tell you what you can do with it. There are plenty of other wide receivers you may want to have, and there is certainly one Pats fans really wish the team would bring into the fold. Of course, we heard just a few days back Sal Palantonio on ESPN Radio saying, watch out, the Cleveland Browns and the Carolina Panthers could still be lurking. I don't know why he'd want to go to Carolina unless they just dropped a massive bag in front of him and he wanted to go down for better weather. Catching passes from Bryce Young, if he tries to sell us on that whole idea, blah. No, that is 100% a payback. better Alabama Cle- quarterback what? Cleveland, better Alabama quarterback. Uh, we'll see about that. Uh, certainly better conditions as up. well. Yeah. We'll find out in time and Cleveland that's his chemistry with his old pal Watson. They definitely could use a number two as well. That makes a That takes a lot of pressure off him because Amari Cooper is a clear cut. Number one, still there is none in new England to this point. It is just again, another wide receiver room. You have a de facto number one back for sure. But otherwise, you're looking at complementary assets across the tight end and wide receiver spectrum. I don't know what that does for the offense. I don't know how Bill O'Brien works with that. I don't know if that's the best for Mac. But Devontae Parker sticking around for another season. What do you say about the deal, Pats fans? Do you like it? Do we need to wait and see some of the details? Probably. Yes. But then again, it buy is, it if it it's smells 2023. Funny, it's everyone needs. I need everyone to. Oh, actually, don't want everyone to overreact. But that is how we do. Thanks for listening, folks, and being a part of our growing Patriots fan and analytical community. Give us a shout, rate, review, subscribe, and share if you get a chance, and get ready because coming up, it's time for Pat's Puri. yee